Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry and powered by Schedulicity. Without further ado, should we do? Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. Introducing Norm Self-Checkout for All. Do you often find yourself in a tizzy with a credit card reader? Or perhaps tiptoeing around tipping etiquette? Maybe even paying scandalously steep card not present fees? Norm is here to solve it all. Think of Norm as payment simplified. No card reader for you, no wallet for your client. Instead, patrons pay and tip you straight from their phones. Checkout details are carried through the ether by either a text message or QR code. Your client receives a notification and pays with their previously saved card details. All they have to do is add a grand, luxurious gratuity. And all available with one low rate as a part of Schedulicity Pay. Try Norm Self Checkout for All. Safe, secure, and shockingly simple. Find out how using Norm can increase tips, speed up payment, and free you from unreliable card readers all at one low rate. Visit paywithnorm.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno, and this amazing podcast is brought to you by Schedulicity. Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry and powered by Schedulicity. Without further ado, should we do? Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. Um, hey, um, just so there's no confusion, we're doing a hair love revisit. Uh, Tony and I, we, we had the uh, the opportunity to, to join Hair Love Retreat this year. And um, so for the next four weeks, it's gonna, we're going to kind of revisit that. The first week, we're going to open up with uh, with Elizabeth Faye um, actually giving her keynote from, from the first night. So if you've ever wanted to go to Hair Love or know what it's about, listen to this keynote. Um, it, it'll blow you away. Elizabeth is, is certainly a unicorn in our industry. Um, next week, we're going to have uh, uh, Tony and I, we sat down and did a hair love radio takeover. So it's actually a hair love radio, which, which we're really excited about. But we got to do that with Sam Via. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, hair love retreat and what it means to the for the industry. Um, the following week, we, were, we uh, did a podcast with Jerry from Schedulicity and uh, Shelly Betancourt. Um, that was another hair love uh, takeover. But Shelby was the host and, and we actually got to sit on the other side of the mic. So, so that's that's always uh, fun. And then the final week, we uh, we did a hair love retreat recap with, with Lindsay Smith from the Independent Beauty Pros. Um, dude, I hope you guys like it. We, we absolutely loved our time there. If you have any questions about hair love retreat or, or what our experience was like, uh, please, please, please reach out. And, um, you know, we'll just basically tell you how much we loved it. We hope you enjoyed this series. All right. My message tonight is an invitation. It is an invitation for you to begin a life-changing transformation at this event. And what I want to invite you to do above everything else is I want to invite you to get curious. And when I say curious, curiosity, I mean for you to question, 
I mean for you to challenge. I mean for you to look at your life as the witness of your life with love and non-judgment, but to look at it. And I want you to get curious about how things are currently playing out in your life and the role that you have in that. I also want you to get curious about what would happen and what would be available to you in your life if you did things a little bit differently. Yes, can we all commit to being open to curiosity? This is your invitation. How many things in your life did you plan every single step of? It's kind of funny to think of, right? How many of the like very best fucking things in your life did you plan every single step of and they went perfectly according to plan? Buying a hair love retreat ticket, did it go as planned? No, no one's raising their hand. Absolutely not. It did not. How are you where you are today if you didn't plan it? Kind of a funny question. I believe it's because we are divinely guided. Whether or not you trust that, that's up for debate. And when I use the term divinely guided, I want you to make meaning to what feels good to you. If divine guidance to you is God, Great. If it's universe, if it's yourself, your intuition, as Glennon Doyle calls it, your inner knowing, whatever that is, can you connect to what that guidance system might be right now? Yes? And I believe that guidance is available if we believe it's available. And it's still, it's still out there. We're just not always listening or awake to what's available. In life, you will find what you are looking for. If you are looking for the confusion, you will find it. If you are looking for the fear, you will find it. If you are looking for the struggle, you will fucking find that too. If you are looking for the abundance and the ease and the trust and the guidance and the community and the opportunities, you will find that too. How hard would it be for everyone to stand up? I have an exercise. Can we do it? Is it like, are we too squishy? Okay, everyone stand up. This is an exercise one of my coaches shared with me that is from a Tony Robbins conference. I want you to look around the room right now for everything that's brown. Everything that's brown. Up, brown, 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 down, brown, brown, brown. Look to the left, brown, brown, brown. Look to the right, brown, brown, brown. Close your eyes. I want you to recall what you saw that was red. Open your eyes. In life, you will find what you are looking for. Sit on down. Now, taking a moment, we're getting curious together, right? This is an open invitation to this. Take a moment, and I want you to think, what are you finding right now in your life? What are you finding right now? And is it possible that you're looking for what you're finding? What would happen if you started looking for something different? Maybe everything, right? I believe when we exercise trust, we experience more ease. Who here by raise of hand would like to have a life that felt easier? Yeah. Who here by raise of hand would like to make money and it felt easier? Yeah, fuck yeah. Who here would like to have more amazing friends and do more amazing things and it felt really easy? 
There's probably not much in your life that you wouldn't be like, more ease, please, yes? Trust unlocks a new and higher level of living. Something that is hard and painful is really, really hard when there's no trust that it's gonna be okay. When you don't feel guided whatsoever. When you're not looking through the lens of how is this a sacred opportunity for my transformation? Something painful, I'm sure you can all recall something painful that's happened in the last year and a half, is still painful, but it's a different experience. Your experience of that pain is very different when you're like, I know I am divinely being guided. I know that there are breadcrumbs that I am following that are taking me where I want to be, and I trust that this is all a learning experience for me. Do you feel that? We live in a country that celebrates struggle. In fact, it rewards it. In fact, we live in a country that teaches us that the struggle is required, if not necessary, to get where we want to go. You may know this term as hustle culture. And I'm not telling you to label it as bad or good, to hate it, to think it's toxic. I'm asking you to ask yourself how you relate to that belief system that the struggle is required. I spent all of my life most of my life, believing that it wouldn't taste as good if it wasn't really fucking hard. Does anyone relate to that? That I wouldn't actually make the money I wanted to make if it wasn't horrible first. That I wasn't allowed or worthy or a value to have what I really wanted if I didn't blood, sweat, and tears over everything. I'm asking you to question that experience. It's something, as hairdressers, we do a lot because we are in a service-based industry. It's also something we do a lot in America. There's a reason I host retreats in places like this. There's a reason I host retreats out of the country. We call it Tulum time, Greece time. They're like, let's go with the vibe and just see what happens. It's a different way of living. Buddha says the pain is inevitable, but the suffering is optional. I'm gonna put a twist on that. The pain is inevitable, but the struggle is optional. So as I've been truly embodying this and integrating this and healing so many parts of myself over the last few years and challenging this concept of how hard does life really have to be, I came across this. Pain is what happens to us. Suffering is what we do with that pain. While changing our perception of this concept may be difficult, it is possible. I'm not asking you to pretend like there's no contrast in life. In fact, the dark is what makes the light shine. I'm asking you to look at the experiences in your life that are showing up as a sacred opportunity for transformation. I'm asking you to look at what's happening and say, if it's here, it must be here for a reason, and what do I need to learn? I'm asking you to not loop out the patterns and not be listening to the lessons and the guidance that are available and just keep living like that. That's what I'm asking you to just get a little curious about. What if we ask different questions? So I spent most of my life deeply in the belief that life was hard and that the struggle was required to get anything, the love of my life, a dream job, friends who loved me, anything. And when I think of the experience I've had in the last few years, I was really physically sick. 
like chronic inflammation, chronic pain, didn't know what was wrong with me. And it just kept getting worse and worse year after year. And there was about two years of it that just like, it was very apparent that this was a problem. It was starting to affect my relationships, how I showed up in life, just bleeding into everything. And have you ever like been at a point in your life and maybe it's like your rock bottom, let's call it that, or even a threshold where you're like, not like this anymore. I don't do this thing anymore. I'm not in this toxic relationship anymore. I don't make this kind of money anymore. I don't, whatever. Has anyone ever hit that point? Yeah, all of us, right? And probably multiple times. And if you look back on your timeline, those are probably the moments that were right before some of your your biggest transformations, yes? Yeah. So I hit another one of those spots where I was like, yeah, not like this anymore. I can't do it anymore. And the thing about that experience is it pushes you to trust. It pushes you to surrender. And it opens us up to listen. And I'm really trying to live my life more in that space all the time and not have to like slam against the rock bottom so much. Wouldn't that be nice? And so that's that's what I'm working on. But I was hitting this point and I think of right before I'm hitting this point, I want you to imagine yourself in this place. You're like white knuckling your life. You're like driving the vehicle and your head is down and you're just going forward. And for me, I'm, dri- I'm driving on the struggle highway. I'm like, hey, I got a whole car full of proof that this struggle shit works. I know about it. I create it. It's great. I got it. And I know it always gets me where I want to go. I'm going. And when I finally decided maybe maybe I'm really tired, I'm very sick, this isn't working for me, maybe there's a higher way, I started to kind of let go of the wheel. Have you ever had a moment like that? And I think back to when my son was about a year old, I was going through a divorce. And I was kind of hitting another one of those moments. And I was at a bar with Danny, drinking, crying, bitching, complaining about my life. And I'm like white knuckling everything. And I'm like, what if I lose my Kia? What if I lose my friends? Like all the things, like how am I ever gonna find someone else to love me? What if my clients don't come? Like spiraling, right? Just spiraling down the what if this way. And she's like, Elizabeth, and just I want you to imagine like your arms crossed like this. You are holding on to dear life for everything that's in your life, so afraid to let go that you can't be open to receive anything different. She's like, you have to open your hands and open your arms to receive the love of your life, to receive the dream job, to receive clients who align with you, to receive whatever that is for you. And that might mean you lose the Kia. That might mean, right, whatever has got to go so something else can come in. And that's the same experience I was having again in my life. And I'm finally like, okay, okay, I'll listen. I'll listen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step and walk in some trust. And I'm going to be open to divine guidance. And of course, it's like all the guidance was just like around the car waiting. And I finally like rolled down the windows and looked my head up and let my hands off the wheel. And everyone in my life was saying the same thing. And our guidance comes in ideas. Maybe a friend says something, a coach says something, you meet someone, a business card, right? These little ways. And all of a sudden, everyone around me was asking questions like, does your life have to be so hard? Like, is that much struggle necessary? 
And two of my coaches, so divine, asked me, have you ever looked for proof that it could be easy? No one had ever asked me that question. I was like, well, absolutely not. But I have so much proof that if it's really hard, that it always works out. And she's like, well, what if it's really easy and ease is available and it works out that way too? And it really made me question. I started, what if we asked different questions? This was the beginning of my greatest transformation of my entire life. I have turned my life inside out on the way I feel, the way I show up in the world. And I did a really cool challenge that I want to bring you into because of how transformative it has been for me. And a few of my coaches asked me in 2020, which I would say has been one of the more painful years of most people's life and for the world in general, to start looking for proof to ask my guidance system to show me how easy it is. It was written on my mirrors. I journaled about it. I talked about it. I looked for it. And I had the coolest experience of my life during what one may argue was one of the hardest years being in the professional beauty industry and the event industry. But I found proof that things were working out for me. I found proof that things could be easy. I found proof that I was guided. This is the challenge I want to bring you into. I want to dare you to believe that you're guided for like six months, like just fully committed. I want to dare you to ask your guidance system to show you how easy it is. I can look back at my life now and I can see how guided I've always been. Can you guys do that? Have you ever looked back at your life and you're like, oh my gosh, if I wouldn't have said yes to this, I wouldn't have met this person and like everything is different now because of that. Yes? I, th I think of our lives like a star map. So A, the stars are going to be amazing here because we're in the middle of nowhere and it's great. But like look up at the stars and my ladies who were in Tulum with me, my high power girls where the stars aren't just insane. I'll never forget those stars. And you look at the stars and they just look random. They don't look like there's a rhyme or reason and they're just sprinkled everywhere. But if you look at constellations, they all have so much meaning and they make so much sense. And you can look at your life like that. You can make meaning of your life like that. You can connect the dots and look at your life as a star map and go, holy shit, I've always been guided. And it unlocks another level of living. And when I look back, one of those moments I look back on is how I got into the beauty industry. And you guys just heard my story, how I was a troubled 12-year-old girl, right? And you heard how I stole the box color because I wanted to get expelled, and I was expelled. But the part of the story I want to sit on for a minute is the fact that I was sitting on the curb waiting for an angry parent expelled, and I was handed a business card. The story's pretty crazy and epic and divine, right? Like, whole, like, that's a really cool story. But it was just a business card. It was just, hey, you should call this person. How many moments in your life was there just a business card? How many business card moments are going to be happening here at Hair Love? How many times are there business card moments and you're not actually listening or waking up to them? because you don't believe that your life is happening for you. Because you're not fully embodying trust. That's what that moment was. It was a business card. 
And I said, yes, right, the breadcrumb. I, I follow the breadcrumb. I'm going to call and make an appointment, all right? And I'm going to sit in the chair, and I'm going to share my soul, because that's what you do in a hairdresser's chair. And that hairdresser also, we're all in collaboration, co-creating with each other, was like, oh, felt inspired to do what he did. So he did my hair. I had to go back because I felt something. So I followed the next breadcrumb. I felt something. I need to go back. That's your intuition, your inner knowing, whatever you want to call it. That's divine guidance. That's what I was following. So I come back and I put the money on the table. What can I get for this much? He strikes a deal with my dad. Again, we say yes. How easy would it be as a parent if someone's like, hey, I'll do your kid's hair for free, and you're like, no, I don't accept charity or deals. Do you get what I'm saying? These are just little moments. These are just dots on the star map. And I kept coming back. I could have not kept doing the report card thing, but I did. I'm asking you to look at your life as an opportunity for transformation. That's me getting into the industry, washing bowls, towels. We have an incredible industry, don't we? I want you to imagine your next new beginning. And what's really cool about this right now in this unique time we're in is all of us are reimagining our lives. Even if you have a very successful business, there's been some pivots, right? There has been some tweaks. And you've probably taken some time to really think about how you really feel about your clients and your job and how you show up in the world. And if you haven't, maybe it's a great opportunity to. But think about your next new beginning. Maybe you're in it right now. And when I think of this, I think of my very first salon, which is a total shit show. And we call it the Purple Salon. It was this little studio space. And I painted purple pinstripes on the salon because I thought that was, like, really cool. And I trusted that what I was creating would be the building blocks of where I wanted to go. And it's really easy. Like, who has a big dream right now? You could be in the middle of creating it. I have one too. Yeah, beautiful. It's really easy to like future pace ourselves into not ever being in the present moment. Like we're just like, when I, when I, when I, right? When I'm in that car, when I have that money, when I have that friend. And there's, there's really a lot of, magic in envisioning what we want, manifesting what we want, but like being in the now. And so I want you to be in the now of whatever you're creating. And for me, that looked like literally finding furniture on the side of the road, spray painting it black. It looked like hot gluing bohemian paper on the dresser so it maybe resembled something that might live at free people's, you know, boutique and it definitely didn't but I just wanted it to look like that so bad it looked like getting shelves from Walmart and putting them on the wall I did not know what a stud was so they tilted down like this and you had to very carefully put the product on or it would slide off so it looked like every day you know oh you should really use this gloss carefully put it back it looked like having a shampoo bowl that was way too high and I'm pretty sure led to all my back issues that I'm working on healing right now. And I had to like climb over in the bowl like this. It looked like me trusting that if people came to my stinky salon where they felt heard, seen, and loved, that it would all work out. So I'm asking you, whatever that dream is you have, you're in the middle of creating or you are dreaming of creating, I'm asking you to trust how guided you are 
and that you currently have all of the resources you need. The person you need something from might even be in this room. The idea that you're trying to piece into it all might come to you this weekend if you're listening, if you're open to it, right? It's easy to have our head down. I'm grinding, I'm working on it, I'm gonna make it happen, I'm living in the future. I'm asking you to put your head up and listen. Who wants to see the purple salon? So cute. This is the purple salon. I built a beautiful clientele there. I created a beautiful life out of that salon that led to lots of other beautiful beginnings. The best thing about this photo, let's zoom in, there's a claiming energy. Do you, do you see that, like, this is my purple salon energy? <laughs> like, that sweet little 19-year-old girl is like, I'm Elizabeth Fay, right? I'm asking you to claim where you are right now, whatever that is. You can be in your shit show, in the middle of a total mess, in the middle of a divorce, whatever. Claim it. This is your life. This is your journey. This is your masterpiece. It's part of your story. Have some godfather energy up in there. <laughs> That was not planned. My coach, one of them was like, oh my gosh, you're like a 19-year-old godfather. And I was like, that is really funny because it's true. What would happen to your life if you came with that kind of energy? What would be available to you? A lot, right? Everything, anything. Sometimes we won't know that we have been guided all along. The knowing doesn't always come right away. This is where the trust comes in. When I was at that stinky, wonderful, lovely purple salon, I had a client whose hair I would do, and he worked for a celebrity, and he would, here we go, another breadcrumb, he'd be like, hey, come to my house, pay a lot of money, you can cut my hair, have a house call, whatever, and I would do it. I would do it all the time, I'd drive my car down, he'd give me some gas money, I'd cut his hair, and he had so many beautiful chandeliers in this mansion. And every time I just, I thought they were so cool. And I was from Vegas and they were very like old school Vegas casino, you know? And I, every time I go, I'm like, I need one of those. Like those are amazing. And I just keep cutting his hair. And one day he showed up with the chandelier. And I'm talking, this thing is like, the box is like well past my belly button, massive. And it's hanging inside. Where the hell was I going to put it? Like, my purple salon ceiling was, like, seven feet tall. And I lived in a really crappy apartment. And he's like, here's your chandelier. Awesome. Yes. Yes. So I lugged that chandelier around. I brought that chandelier to, like, boyfriends, garages, behind apartment buildings, covered that with tarp. Anyone who would store it, I'm like, I got a big-ass chandelier that is gonna be in a beautiful home one day where the babies are running around and everyone feels heard, seen, and loved or like a gorgeous salon where the clients come in and they feel heard, seen, and loved. So you're gonna store my chandelier? And I lugged it around. Have you ever had anything in your life that represented like a higher version of yourself? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a tangible thing, but that for me was that. So I lugged the chandelier around. And later I ended up in a marriage that wasn't going so well. And I ended up finding out I was pregnant and it was a surprise and we didn't have a lot of money. And I ended up being like, okay, hey, what could I sell? And that was one of the items I sold. And I was really, really sad about it. And so I sold my chandelier. I was like, all right, 
it's okay, it's part of me, whatever, you know, I'll find it in another way, and I, I let it go. And again, we're just walking through our life, and we don't always realize how connected things truly are. And a few years later, marriage still isn't going so well. I end up finding myself in a divorce. And at this time, I am doing workshops. I'm a single mom. I have this little baby. I don't really know what to do with myself. It's really overwhelming. I have a lot of clients. I'm young. Got a lot of dreams. Very stressed out. Cortisol levels are high. And I get a phone call. Just from an old client who's kind of a friend. It was just a phone call. And I answered the phone call. And she says, hey, I want you to see this salon space. And I think you should open a salon here. I'm like, absolutely not. Or have you lost your mind? And have you ever had an opportunity, a phone call, a business card moment, anything like that? And you got like the lower and the higher self have gone to war. Yes? Higher self is like, well, like, you're pretty guided and, like, you should trust and I think you're enough and you could really do whatever you wanted. And your inner critic is like, absolutely not. You're not enough. You're not worthy. You're too broke. You're too young. Right? The list goes on. You're not this. You're not that. Who do you even think you are? Get back down. Play small. And your higher self is like, well, maybe we could play big. You know, nope, sit down. Be humble. Right? (laughs) And I'm at this inner conflict Has anyone ever been like that? An opportunity comes up and you're just torn two parts of yourself? Yeah. So I move forward in reluctant trust and I go to look at the salon. And I want you to think right now in your life, how are you currently being divinely guided that you're not aware of? Just take a moment and think about that. Is there anything in your life that maybe you're not fully listening to, not fully open to, not fully living in trust to, what is that guidance in your life? Yeah, just keep that right there. So I'm walking up the stairs to the salon, and as I'm walking up, both voices are like chatting, and I'm looking at her, and the words come out of my mouth, there's no way I'm opening a salon. And I walk into that salon and I start crying. And as I look up at the ceiling, I see my chandelier. My chandelier that I lugged around. That's a fucking sign. You are always being divinely guided. Not all of the moments are gonna look like a huge chandelier. But the more you're open to trust, Sometimes those signs get a little louder, a little clearer, because you're like, all right, show me. Show me how easy it is. Show me my next move. So I opened a salon. I looked at her with tears in my eyes and was like, I'm opening a salon. She was very confused until I was like, that's my chandelier, and I'm keeping it. So I opened a salon. That's my son there when he was little. This was our salon. Still is our salon. Salon girls working this event. This is our beautiful salon where we make people feel heard, seen, and loved. Just like you do all the time. Every day. So I'm encouraging you to live life as if everything is rigged in your favor. Just like an experiment. You don't have to like 
fully commit to it, just like experiment with it, play with it, have fun. What would it be like if everything was rigged in your favor? How would you behave? How would you act? How would you act at this event? What kind of things would come out of this event? I'm daring you to take the challenge that I took on. I'm daring you to live in trust. I'm daring you to believe that you're guided. And I dare you to ask the universe or whatever your guidance system is to show you how easy it is. So as we end our night, I want to walk you through a guided visualization. It's a very powerful. Some of you have done it with me before, yes? We're gonna break some walls down tonight. And after those walls are broken, we are going to write down some fears that we're gonna burn. And you are gonna be given a star to set your intention. Your intention can be as simple as you want. Simple is so profound. I'm gonna have you take this and get it ready. Your intention can be open. I just wanna be open. Your intention could be to find something specific, but I want you to set it in that teepee that my dad set up. We're going to, at the end of this visualization, you're gonna walk down and you're gonna tie your star on that wall and hang it up. Does that sound good? So get comfortable. We're gonna do, it's a quick visualization, but it's very powerful. Go with me. Some people like to visualize with their eyes closed, some with their head down, you can keep your eyes open, whatever feels good. All right, go ahead, get comfortable. There are walls in your life right now. These are the walls that are keeping you back from fully stepping into trust. These are the walls that are keeping you white knuckling, choking the universe, not being open to all of the guidance that is constantly around you and here to support you. I wanna invite you to break down these walls and step into a higher way of being and living. So I'm gonna ask you now to visualize this wall in your life. I want you to see it. Is it tall? Is it wide? What is the texture, the color? Does it have a smell? Even reach out and touch it. Is this wall surrounding you? See it. I want you to thank the wall. I want you to be grateful for this wall because it is just trying to keep you safe Thank you, thank you for all the safety you have provided me. This type of protection is no longer needed and it's time to break you the fuck down. Seeing this wall, I want you to think about what's on the other side of the wall in your life. What's available to you on the other side? What kind of feelings? What kind of relationships? What kind of support? I want you to visualize what you would see on the other side, and I want you to pick a scene that feels like heaven to you. It could be mountains, it could be ocean. I want you to see it. I want you to hear what the wind sounds like. Are there birds? 
Are there people you love there? Maybe there are people who are no longer with you. Maybe there are people you haven't even met yet. That's what's on the other side of your wall. It's time to break it down. I want you to ask yourself what you need to break this wall down. Do you need to do it on your own? Or do you want to call on a friend? Bring your resources together. Thank you, wall. It's time to go. And I want you to start crumbling it down, breaking it down, hearing it break down, breaking down the parts of you that no longer are serving you at the highest level. Break it down, watch it crumble, see the pieces come down. All the way, every piece has to go. This is you choosing your transformation, choosing your next level. Break it down until it's dust, all of it. Now I want you to picture an ocean wave coming in and taking it all away. Having gratitude for that part of yourself, standing in the ashes of your old self and looking out at what's in front of you. Looking out at the view, feeling in your body the power of what it feels like to live like that. That's who you really are. When all the resistance and the limiting beliefs and the stories are broken down, you get to be all of you. All of you is welcome and accepted and loved and seen and witnessed and necessary. Owning and loving every part of that self of you, feeling into that in your body. I want you to think about living your life like this, all of the lives that will impact and how much that means to you. How that ripple effect bleeds into those you love and your family and your friends and all of the lives that are gonna change of people you don't even know yet. All of the cool things you get to see and do and be. Because you're living authentically. You're living as all of you. We're gonna take a few deep breaths together and I just want you to breathe that filling in. We manifest through feeling, holding on to that desire and that feeling in your body. Take one deep breath in, holding at the top, three, two, one, breathing out gratitude. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Breathing in all the support and love always available to you. Breathing in, holding at the top, three, two, one, breathing out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. One last breath, breathing in. So good to be all of you holding for three, two, one, breathing out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want you to hold on to this feeling of who you really are. That feeling when you're like, yes, this is my power. I know I'm powerful. I have the power of creation within me. I am creation. And I'm so guided. And I get to find so much ease in that. I get to lay back and to trust. 
All I gotta do is listen and take inspired action. Just be exactly who I was born to be. Now coming back into your bodies, we'll lower the music, wiggling, maybe moving your shoulders. I want you to write in your notebook Some things that are coming up for you. We're going to burn these papers. And if this is an activity, you don't want to do the burning, that's okay. But I am going to ask that everyone set an intention for your experience. But I, I encourage you to do this. And this could be burning feelings that are coming up that you want to leave behind. It could be thanking yourself, thanking that part of you that is no longer necessary to stay with you. It could be writing out any insecurities or limiting beliefs that are coming up that you want to express and feel and then burn. This is the power of expression. We feel to heal. We're being here with ourselves, meeting ourselves exactly where we are. So we're gonna set some music on for just a minute. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends. Give us a rating and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hairdistry on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.